0: Hi, my name's Madalena Kay, and I'm the host of the podcast AI & You, produced by Europod in partnership with Podium Podcast, Agence France Presse, and Cora Media. In AI & You, we deal with the history of AI and how it is having an impact on our lives, from social relationships to employment, from climate change to wars and security. Is AI changing our world for the better or the worse? Come and check it out for yourself subscribe to AI and you wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: My name is Mohammed Bouzgaia. I have 25 years old. I am from Morocco, exactly in Fez, the scientific uh, capital of Morocco. I have three siblings, all my sisters in, in Europe, my parents, Living in Morocco, I am right now here in Spain. I am living here in Barcelona. Right now we are in my house. <laughs> I am glad to say that I love swimming a lot, but in the pool, not in the beach, <laughs> because I have a bad experience with the beach in the past. Uh, when I have uh, a free time, I love go to to gym. I love read book. We like any 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 young man in this life. This
0: is Mohamed Bousraia. We met him in the living room of his apartment in Barcelona. Mohammed is a young man living what he calls a normal life. He loves swimming, talking with his family, and spending time with his friends. But when you ask Mohammed about the last two years of his life, he doesn't describe it as normal anymore. After leaving his home country of Morocco, Mohammed arrived in Spain irregularly in 2021. He arrived on a small boat to the Canary Islands. From there, he managed to fly to Barcelona to meet his sister. But after a few months at his sister's apartment, Mohamed was forced to leave the house. He packed his few belongings in a bag and left. At the age of 24, he found himself on the street, without a place to sleep. Youth homelessness is a growing problem in Europe. The reasons why a young person ends up on the streets are varied. Housing prices in cities, lack of job opportunities, growing up in a dysfunctional family, or migrating irregularly from another country are just some of the factors that lead many to this situation. Across Europe, social organizations and governments are already deploying specific programs to combat youth homelessness. Initiatives that, as we'll see in Mohammed's story, not only try to provide people with a bed and a roof, but also to go further in tackling the root causes of the issue. This is Europe Talks Back, a podcast that uncovers impactful stories from across the continent. My name is Julie Simon. In today's episode, I'm taking you to Spain to talk about youth homelessness.
1: I am born in Fes. I have a lot of family living here in Spain. Every time when I see her coming in Morocco, enjoying, and uh, they are back here in Europe, every time I am thinking about to do the same. Also, I won't live in here alone, working here alone. But I prefer to travel alone. The first, I am thinking to travel legal in, in the plan, with a visa, to take a beautiful job here and study. Or,
0: Mohammed left his home country behind two years ago in search of a better life. However, he couldn't find a way to travel regularly to Europe. So, like many other young people in Africa, Mohammed had to make the dangerous trip in a dinghy, or patera, the name given in Spain to the small packed boats trying to reach Europe by sea. The five days he spent in the sea, or in the beach, as Mohammed calls it, were extremely tough.
1: In small boats, I pay 3,000 euros to travel in Las Canarias. From Morocco, exactly, Agadir, to Canarias, in Lanzarote. Yeah, I, had, I was in the beach five days without food, without water, without anything. I saw a lot of things inside the beach. It's, it's very terrible. Yeah, I'm scared like, any, like normal people.
0: Mohammed has a video recording of part of the trip. In the video, Mohammed is aboard a small patera packed with people. They sing together while navigating. They have more than 400 kilometers of the Atlantic Ocean ahead of them before reaching Lanzarote, a Spanish island off of the Moroccan coast. Another boat was taking the same route as Mohamed's that day, and one of the passengers filmed the video. The two boats were close enough to one another that the passengers could wave to each other. But while Mohammed's boat made it to shore, the other wasn't as lucky. It capsized and 18 of its passengers died.
1: Muhammad had made it to the Canary Islands. I stayed there in Las Canarias two months in a lot of foundations, immigration, mm-hmm. about three islands: Lanzarote, Las and Tenerife. Also, I lost my passport in the boat.
0: Without his passport, Mohammed paid a man another 3,000 euro fee in order to travel from the Canary Islands to Barcelona without papers. Finally, on the 1st of October 2021, Mohammed arrived at his sister's apartment in Barcelona, a 25 square meter flat shared with his sister, her husband, and their four children.
1: I am living with my sister three months, like a babysitter every time I wake up at six in the morning. I am wearing my clothes. I am helping my nephews to, to wear the clothes. I am taking them the school. I will be back in the flat to clean all the flats.
0: Despite Mohammed's work taking care of the family, a few weeks later, his brother-in-law began to complain about Mohammed staying in the apartment, saying that there was neither enough money nor space for everyone to live there. The arguments escalated quickly. Finally, one day, he told Mohammed that it was time to leave.
1: My husband of my sister, he said, go, go if you want uh, to find another place to live. You can't live uh, another day here. I am taking my my bag and go in the street.
0: So, at the age of 24, Mohammed found himself without a place to live in Spain's second largest city.
1: And this time we have begun to live a strange life in the street. I saw another life in the street, two months. It's very difficult because I had in the past a life in the streets, I saw a lot of things I don't like. Criminals, drugs dealers, thieves, a group of people, he, he, he trying to assault another people with violence. Every time here in Barcelona, I am sleeping in different places.
0: The day Mohammed had to leave his sister's house, he faced a completely new reality. After only a few months in the city, barely enough time to get his bearings after his difficult journey to Spain, he found himself on the streets of Barcelona. He was totally alone and unhoused.
1: I'm shocked in this moment, I'm shocked. I have backpack in my shoulders, I'm going to the street, I am shocked. I don't know anybody in the street.
0: After the initial shock which left him walking around aimlessly, Mohammed had to take a moment to think. Night was approaching and he needed to find a place to sleep.
1: The first night in the streets, I don't have a lot of money. I have like uh, 38, 37, 35 like this. I have to find uh, some place to sleep. The first uh, night it's very terrible for me. I can't sleep in the night. I am staying in the park in the garden, in the Aria Forum. The Forum Mohammed mentions is
0: a large venue for music festivals in Barcelona, such as the popular Primavera Sound. But when there's no music playing, it's a secluded place where very few people go at night. A place where Mohammed thought he could be safe.
1: In the night, I sell drugs. It's very terrible. Like, um, look, I had in the past life. It's very beautiful, but in the street, it's very different. How explain explain this is very difficult, but if you want to, to see you with your eyes, you must try it.
0: With only a bag full of belongings, Mohammed quickly realized how exposed he was to the elements. Generally speaking, Spain is not considered a cold country, but compared to his native Morocco, Mohammed had to adjust. He shivered through the night, covered in what little clothing he had.
1: I have called also this moment in March and April. We have called here. This weather is very difficult here. I am wearing jacket, traveler, a lot of things, but it's very terrible this night. I am lost. I am shocked. I don't know anyone. I don't have uh, money. I don't have uh, anyone here in Spain, just my sister. Uh, also, I have problem the language. I'm not speaking Spanish, just a little bit, like a basic word. The second day, it's the same. The third day, it's the same. Every time in the different places.
0: After a few weeks of surviving on the streets, Mohammed started receiving Spanish lessons from a local NGO. This was the first helping hand since he'd left his sister's place. In the NGO's office, apart from studying Spanish, Mohammed was also able to shower, wash his clothes, and get some rest on a sofa. It was a small, but very welcome, comfort. The NGO's members were a huge help to him.
1: He helped me to, every time he gave me check, just for food, to pay some food in markets, also, when I wake up in the street, I'm going to the, this foundation to wash my hands, to wash my food, to get a shower, to eat a breakfast. Also, I am studying their language, Spanish.
0: But after a small respite during the day, Mohammed had to return to the harsh reality on the streets of Barcelona at night. Almost every night, he moved to a different spot.
1: Every time I am looking for another street to sleep, Because I I hate sleep in the street when I see a lot of people in this place. Because I don't like problem with anyone in the street. The police or criminals or drugs or a lot of things. I prefer to be alone in the street. Safe, not safe, safe. Safe without problem.
0: In Spain, the number of unhoused people under the age of 30 has increased by more than 10% in the last decade. Today, around 3 out of every 10 people without shelter in the country are young. In Barcelona, the numbers are higher. 47% of unhoused people are under 25 years old. The economic recession and cost-of-living crisis have also had a negative impact on this daily reality. Increasing difficulty for young people to access affordable housing is a growing problem in the continent. In Spain, the public response to homelessness usually relies on municipal social services. But in Barcelona, resources for homeless people are in a state of collapse. The waiting list for a bed in a shelter or an apartment run by social services is around three months. Due to this lack of public resources, 12 Spanish social organizations joined forces last year to create Futuro En Co., an EU-funded initiative to support unhoused young people. Futuro En Co. covers the basic needs of those it helps, including access to housing and food. But it also helps them with their studies, or residence and work permits. Its promoters explain that so far, the results have been very positive, thanks in part to the motivation of the young participants. In total, the organization currently supports 200 young people between the ages of 18 and 30 in several Spanish cities, such as Salamanca, Madrid, Oviedo and Gijón. Mohamed is one of them.
1: We you have your living room. And this is the kitchen. We have the balcony here. We have the machine or laundry. Look how beautiful. The shower. And this is my smaller room. <laughs> this is my smaller room. I love the area. It's beautiful. It's near about anything.
0: After his two months on the streets, Mohammed found a place to stay in a squat. Later, an NGO helped him to pay for a room in a shared apartment. That's when he came into contact with the Futuro
1: & Co. project.
0: Last September, Mohammed moved into the flat where we meet him today.
1: I am so happy to have... Uh, room I am sharing the flat with two boys from my country we are speaking the same language the first I have a lot of fear to share the flat with two boys because I don't know him I don't know them good 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 but uh, step by step I am know him I am talking with him we are we are watching the tv together we are cooking sometimes together But I feel very, very, very comfortable in this house. The project Future & Co, he gave me a big opportunity to find my dreams in the future. Also, to take my residency just one year in the future, to take a beautiful job in the future. A lot of things.
0: Mohammed explains that in a few months, he will finally have an appointment to get his residency papers. The absence of papers prevents people who have migrated to another country from improving their living conditions, as well as their access to public and health services.
1: Look, right now I am living here without papers, illegal. I am looking for a job with illegal, for any job it's very difficult, not easy. But I have a big dreams in the future to be nurse. I won't study nurse in the future. Right now, my situation is very bad. Look, Jerome and a lot of people in this uh, project helped me. They help me right now. I have to do the same when I take the job in the future because the, the life is like that. To help a young people and old people and any people who want the help. Also, I love to work in the hospital. Without papers, you can do anything. Travel, work. The most important thing is the work. To pay rent, to pay eat, to pay anything if you want. We want some tea of Morocco. Yeah. Who can make it.
0: Although he feels good today, it's not easy for Mohammed to remember the time he spent living on the
1: street. When I remember two months in the street, when I was in the street, I feel very upset sometimes. But right now, I don't like remember this time. When I remember, I feel not happy. But right now, I have to focus on my new life. If you want to be good in your life, you must to remember just positive memories and beautiful things if you want to be a beautiful thing in the future. Look, in general, in life, we have uh, our beautiful memories, we have our bad memories, but these memories, he had me a lot of power to be a good man in the future and to be strong.
0: Experts and people like Mohammed, who have experienced homelessness themselves, explain that the negative effects of this experience do not stop once you find a place to live. The consequences on your health can last for much longer and that includes both mental and physical health. Mohamed, for instance, has difficulty sleeping, and sometimes eating. Since he joined the project Futuro Co., he has bi-weekly sessions with a psychologist, Marta, who helps him manage the challenging experiences that he has lived through in the past two years.
1: To forget the situation in the past. It helped me to find a lot of things, to forget this situation, and these two months is very terrible for me. Sometimes when I sleep in the bed, I have bad dreams with these two months because I saw a lot of things I don't like.
0: Unhoused people are stigmatized in society and often stripped of their individuality. But, as Mohammed explains, young people who end up on the streets have very different profiles and backgrounds.
1: The people who live in the streets. I saw a lot of young man like me, he had a master, he's speaking uh, many, many languages, but the situation of them is very, very hard. Also when I was in Morocco, I expected the life here, it's easy to find the job without papers, it's easy, but not, not easy, it's very difficult. Not all people who live in, in the street, it's bad. I know some people who live in the street. He doesn't have an uh, opportunity to change her life. I understand. But everyone he had in this life, he must fight to find uh, the beautiful thing. If you want to be a beautiful thing in the future, like this. Mm-hmm. One knife of the cheese, green, also the sugar. <laughs>
0: After sharing his story with us, Mohammed prepares Moroccan tea with mint and a good amount of sugar. He likes to be hospitable to the people he receives in his flat.
1: A, minutes, a,
0: a year ago, his daily life was incredibly difficult. But in the last few months, his quality of life and expectations for the future have changed for the better. He feels strong and that he can face the road ahead. Mohammed's story is a good example of how, with the right resources and support, unhoused people can build a different life for themselves and look to the future with hope. In Europe, an increasing number of young people are going through experiences like Mohammed's. Unless both attitudes and structural support improve, homelessness will remain an issue that is ignored by most and suffered by many. Futuro and co-professionals explain that if solutions to this problem are not offered, there is a risk of chronification of homelessness. This means that the more time someone spends on the street, the harder it is for them to find a place to live. In this sense, youth on the street are increasingly likely to stay there with every passing day. To avoid that, there is an urgent need to tackle youth homelessness at its roots. Offering opportunities for young people to build a better life and creating public policies that ensure everyone, independently of legal status, has a safety net. We've reached the end of this week's episode of Europe Talks Back, a podcast that uncovers impactful stories from across the continent. This show is part of the Sfera Network project and is available on Europod, a network of podcasts exploring European cultures, politics, and societies. Pablo Jiménez Arandia is the scriptwriter of this episode. Maria Dios is our producer and editor. Our sound design is by Jeremy Bouquet. My name is Julie Simond. Stay tuned for next week's episode, where our producer will interview Pablo to discuss the situation in Barcelona for unhoused youths. Bye.